0: Alex, it's done. The Sacco sheet is finally, finally done. It is? It is. The one-stop shop for everything you need in order to crush your drafts is done, and it is available on our website at thefantasyfootballsaccos.com, where you can shop, and for the low, low price, I think like, what, I don't know, 10 bucks, 15 bucks, you can get a copy of the Sacco sheet for yourself. My brother used it and drafted in our league of record last year. Had not even sniffed, sniffed doing any fantasy football research. Used the Sacco sheet last year and came in and won our league. Uh, personally, I crushed leagues last year. I finished first in three of them. And uh, if you guys want the inside info that we have, you need the Sacco sheet, which is on our website. We are going to be going through all of our rankings today. As the rankings update, we're going to be talking about tiers at the various positions, and uh, hopefully we can impart some some value for you guys and give you some tips as far as who we're targeting as we go through these drafts and even in these tiers. And yeah, it should be a good one. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Sackos podcast with your hosts, Jason Shellcross and Alex Krobe. Let's go! Fantasy Football Sackos. That's right, Jason and Alex
1: we're talking f- the freaking sacco Sheet, man. What a, what a day to be alive. It's done. It's here. And even if you might think, hey, you get, they're doing a podcast and they're talking about their tears. So was it really done before the podcast? You'll never know. You'll never know.
0: But what a great day. I'm pumped to go through this sheet with you and talk about some of our rankings, our tiers, kind of, kind of some key guys.
1: Well, let's just dive right in. Um, let's talk- we, fi- we finally get to talk about tight ends, defense, and kickers. I'm so excited. Yay. All right, let's get
0: co- the quarterbacks out of the way. <laughs> let's get the quarterbacks out of the way. For me, there's a tier. The top three guys, you're seeing it in drafts. They're in a league of their own. They're all currently going in the second round of drafts. Um,
1: yeah, uh, maybe, maybe a smidge after, but yeah. Jalen. Right Josh right?
0: Allen and Pat Mahomes are our top three QBs. They're going in any order in the second round right about now. Um, I think they're in a league of their own. We are – I don't know. I mean, we're, we have Jalen Hurts at the top of our rankings or really any of those three guys you're going to be happy with,
1: so – Right, and, and as we discussed in the quarterback pod, it's if it's six points for a passing touchdown, then Mahomes probably goes to the top. If it's four points, then Hurts is one. Allen probably stays right where he is with the rushing yards. And so top three is easy. And then the next group is kind of wide open for for me, right? Fields, Lamar, Burrow, Herbert, Lawrence are kind of like the like – th- those are the eight guys that basically you want one of the eight – because then it completely falls off. You putting so, Danny Jones are, in that or no? I mean, Daniel Jones is is going Can stretch like to nine or no? He's just eight. <laughs> just, just eight. I'm fine with Daniel Jones personally. I think he's going to have a, a massive season with Waller and he gets all those rushing yards. If you're looking for like a sleeper quarterback, Daniel Jones is going after Prescott and Tua and Deshaun and... Kirk and maybe even Rogers. Yeah, but and Dan, right. to, he's not like, on their tier.
0: He's not, on he, that he's tier not
1: in that tier. So like it's it's the first three, <laughs> the next five. And then pretty much like everybody else down to like Geno Smith, who we currently have at 15 is probably like the last tier because you're good with kind of like all those guys to a certain extent. Uh, and then it's Russell Wilson and and, and after. Couple takeaways in the second tier, which we have is uh,
0: Justin Fields, Lamar, Burrow, Herbert, and Lawrence. I really want Fields or Lamar out of that tier, just because they have the rushing advantage, right. uh, and they are our fourth and fifth ranked quarterbacks, and they are kind of mo- for the most part kind of going around or at the front end of those
1: five quarterbacks in mock drafts at this point in time. Yeah, Um, usually around, like, sometimes round four-ish is is generally where they're both gone. Yeah. Um, That next tier, down to Gino.
0: I mean, Deshaun is like the the diamond in the rough there if he can find a way to return to form in the later guys. Or the real shot in the dark is holding on to Kyler Murray and snagging him at the end of drafts. Mm -hmm. But realistically if you don't land one of the top eight guys and you have Danny Jones, Dak Tua, Deshaun Kirk cousins, Rogers, Gino, Ross, like Richardson, you're, well, you're not holding those guys week to week unless one of them explodes out of the gate. Then maybe you see if he does it again, week two, but like realistically, if you don't have one of the top eight guys, in my mind, you're just playing matchups and you're just, you probably have two quarterbacks or you're, freaking doing the ugly which is blowing fab on quarterbacks every week which kind of sucks but
1: sounds like me in high school blowing fab on quarterbacks exactly yeah or or just being Um, ugly (laughs) (laughs) but (laughs) um (laughs) real you you love that um all right, hold on. Need to, need to keep it together. Can't look at you laughing. That's um, <laughs> fine. So, like, yeah, ha- having, like, Jones, Prescott, Tua, Deshaun, like, all those guys could be top 10 quarterbacks. Like, Prescott's been a top three quarterback before. Two, if he stays healthy. Watson's been top five every time he plays a full year. Kirk Cousins is basically top 10. You're, you're taking his wide receiver number one overall, so he's fine to play on a week-to-week yeah. basis. Yeah, yeah. Like like Roger Rogers has Garrett Wilson and is going to be slinging the ball all over the place. Geno Smith was was a top ten quarterback last year. So like, quarterbacks fifteen deep there, and you're not even talking about. Kirk Cousins won people leagues last year, like for sure. So, like and that doesn't even get you into hey, could there be a resurgence from Russ, Anthony Richardson towards the end of the year if they figure out rushing and and what's going on? Kyler Goff, Jared Goff was overly serviceable a whole bunch last year with Amonra and when with Jamison Williams coming back at some point during the season. Like, right, Kyler, Jordan Love could be good. Kenny Pickett could be serviceable with their wide receivers and and Brock Purdy, like A bunch of dudes there where, you know, Matt Stafford has Cooper Cup and and Higby. They'll be fine. So um, lots of quarterbacks there. So basically we have have four tiers technically, the top three, the next five, kind of the guys we think can be top ten and then kind of everybody else, which, you know, quite frankly, you can play on a week-to-week basis. Yeah.
0: All right. Let's get the uh, position, other position out of the way, which is tight end. Um, I mean, this Kelsey, is what people have been clamoring for for yeah, months, clamoring for tight end tiers, I'm sure Travis Kelsey obviously <laughs> is in a, a league of his own. Uh, he, I think he's definitely justifiable in the first round just because of the like 10 point advantage you get locked in every week for the entirety of the season. So, uh, he's in a league of his own after that. I think you could try to just. I I think you for sure it's Andrews and Kittle.
1: Do you lump Waller in with that, or Goddard um, or I Hawkinson? C- I certainly I certainly think you could include Waller. A lot of people have Hawkinson in the you know as going three or four. Um, we have him down at six. Uh, he, he has not been practicing. He. He has he has some things going on and uh, I think it's something with his ear or something right where he's like getting dizzy yeah. and so like that's not something that I really want to mess with. Um, so we, we have him down at six. um I I feel like Waller actually should be included in the Andrews Kittle tier for us um, just just with the upside history set like I again, Everybody, if you've listened to this big Brian Dable fan over here, he's gonna get his best players the ball, and Waller is one of their best players. So um I, I do like I think there's like a baby tier after Kittle, quite frankly. Uh, and then you kind of have Waller, Goddard, Hawkinson, Ingram, Pitts, probably. Um so so really really your call, even though we both hate Pitts. Yeah, either way is fine, but
0: I think uh, yeah, that's fine. If you want to put it after Kittle, that's fine. Tier yeah, after so, Kittle. And then, and then probably one Yeah, after Pitts. And then
1: after Pitts, there's just anyone else. Take your shot. Right. Komets, Najoku, Friar Muths, Dalton Schultz with a rookie quarterback, like Dulcich, Higby, Taysom Hill, which I editorialized and put him higher because he's going to score touchdowns and was a top five tight end last year. Um, So lots of lots of guys, a a really deep sleeper tight end, Irv Smith Jr., uh, who replaced Hayden Hurst uh, on the Bengals. Um, Kind kind of like him as a or not on the Hayden Hurst wasn't. Well, yeah, I think he was Uh, Irv Smith like him as a as a deep sleeper for the Bengals this year. There you go. I also like Irv Smith a lot.
0: Uh was it Uzama was uh the uh the Bengals tight end for a while. But yeah, and I also like Chigazim Okonkwo for the Titans. He uh he was very active last year, and then you have Trelon Burks kinda of getting relegated. Um so I, I think Okonquo could also pop a little bit this year
1: yeah quite um, frankly i don't want to say his name i worked hard enough to learn albert akwukmanam last year so if, if, whoa akwukmanam yeah. if like if i can't say his name i don't want to say anybody's name sort of thing uh so that's that's where i fall on that
0: yeah but treylon uh sprained his lcl in his left knee and is expected to miss time so he'll be out a few weeks with a knee injury i don't know if he'll be ready to go at the beginning of the season so Hopefully that bodes well for a Conquo. I think that does it for tight ends, huh?
1: I think so, too. And just to double back, it was Hayden Hurst last year was their tight end. There you go. Nailed it. And on to running backs, wide receivers. What do you want to do? Where are we going? Your call. I, I do think so. I, as we kind of go through this, I, I, what let's do running backs, first of all. And let's try to figure out what to do with Josh Jacobs. Because... In our initial rankings, we had him at eight and he's still not there and it doesn't seem like he's coming back. I, I think you're probably in the same boat that I am. I'm not touching him with you can name the footage of the poll like I it doesn't matter. I, I'm not touching him. Yeah. So I, I don't even know what to I don't even know where to put him, honestly. <laughs> well, let's get to him first.
0: So, as far as tears go, you gotta say CMC, Eckler, and Barkley are in a tier. Right
1: for, for us, for us, yeah. I mean, I, McCaffrey and Eckler are are. You know, for sure. I think you could almost make a baby tier after two, uh, but we'll we'll include Saquon. A lot of people have Bijan Bijan in there. Um, we do not, um, just because he's a rookie on a on a bad team. Well, I, I yeah, I can't
0: I can't draft a rookie running back that high on a team that whose success hinges on Desmond Ritter being good at football. Like it's not going to happen. Yeah. So. yeah.
1: so 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 yeah. A- after Barkley the first tier, and then we have have some fun. Chubb, Pollard, Taylor. Who I don't know if you want to touch him either. <laughs> yeah, Jonathan Taylor has officially requested a trade, and and the Colts have given him permission to find one. Yeah, to find a trade partner on on August twentieth. Good luck with that. As what another did, JT would say, cry me a river. Not what gonna are you going to do? You, I mean, he's not going to get I, traded. Yeah, I know. And I don't know if he's going to play. So just another guy that I don't plan on taking. I, I think you're going to see him fall into the second round e- easily now and safely. I think before he was, you know, late first rounder, I th- I think you're going to see him fall at least into the second round, but he's still a still a guess. So, uh, again, if you go to the the website, you know you'll see we're fading both of these guys. We'll probably leave them ranked somewhere in this area as if you know they're coming back, but do not draft them. <laughs> like we're, we'll probably put it in red or something, just saying do not do not take these guys. Yeah, only draft them if they actually are like you
0: know, sign contracts and are at camp willingly participating. Right. So if they don't report and you have to draft, I would just take them off your boards.
1: Yep. Ignore. So Chubb, Pollard, Taylor, Bajan, Josh Jacobs, Derrick Henry is probably, probably the line because then it falls off quite a bit. Najee Harris, where, you know, I don't know if, He's even going to keep playing if Jalen Warren's still ripping off some long touchdown runs yeah. um, and and looks to be the more explosive back. Najee's kind of going in, in the middle around three a lot of times. Uh, Derrick Henry somehow has fallen into the second, you know, back end of the second in some drafts. Um, so I do think there's a, a kind of a tier line after Henry and before Najee, at least in our rankings. Yep. I agree. I think that that tier line is very obvious after Henry between
0: him and Najee. And from there, I mean, I think it goes down a ways. Like, I think it's Najee, Joe Mixon, Madison, Aaron Jones, ETN, Walker, Dobbins, Akers, Connor, Gibbs. And I think he could prop.
1: Is it after is it after Gibbs or is it after Ramondre? It's probably after Gibbs just because the the Zeke thing scares me enough where I just don't want to deal with it. And by the way, like I know I kind of crapped on Gibbs a couple episodes ago. If you guys follow the fancy footballers, uh they can have their my guy episode. It's basically every guy that I crapped on a couple episodes ago. So check them out. It's really funny. Uh <laughs>
0: Or just listen hey, to our version of the episode because I also literally defended all of the guys <laughs> that Alex crapped on because he crapped on them for no reason. Hey, it's just was Gibbs one of them? A, that's really funny. A, yeah, Gibbs was one of them. So it was Alave. <laughs> that's that's awesome.
1: Yeah, real really fun. Um, so yeah, and by the way, like, if, so if you're in a full PPR league, I do like Gibbs. Because I I think he could have 75, 80 catches potentially, um, so if if you're in a full PPR league, um, you know take take my hate of of Jameer Gibbs uh, a little less, um, but yeah, full PPR like I, you could put him close to being our on RB one, quite frankly, just because I think the the amount of catches will be there, and with Zeke, I think there's a line between Gibbs and Ramondre because. Um, there just has to be because I don't trust Bill Belichick.
0: Yeah. So then, in my mind, the next line is, "Gosh, it's tough. It's it's." I'm putting Ramondre, Miles Sanders, Damian Pierce, Brice Hall, Rashad White, Kamara. For sure, all in the same tier. DeAndre Swift feels shoved in here. It he does, because um, I like James Cook more than him, and he's below him. I like maybe Khalil Herbert more. Javante, if he gets healthy over the second half, could cook.
1: And I think there's a firm line after Javante. Yeah, I I think we're going to end up moving DeAndre Swift down because, to your point, he just feels kind of wedged in here, and we don't really know what, how he's going to work in that offense. Uh, And you know, is Gainwell the starter? Kenny Uh, Gainwell is, is, to your point, is just rocketing up boards right now. I mean,
0: there's rumors that he's going to be the starter in Philly, and Rashad Penny is not like it's going to be an relief only or injury fill-in so Kenny G might be a, a very sneaky draft pick
1: sleeper in a lot of leagues this year hit that saxophone baby yeah so you know of course subject to change on this uh on this version but yeah I, I think you know somewhere in the Javante Williams line uh probably makes sense um at least for now, because um, then then you kind of go into backup, backup yeah. mode after <laughs> after the first twenty nine. There's a there's a, a rare starter to be found uh, kind of a- after that. And keep in mind, Samaje Piran will be hindering Javante Williams to start this season, uh, just like he was a pain in Joe Mixon's ass the last couple of years.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: After that, I don't know if you need another tier or not. Yeah, I don't think so. I, I think that, you know, you could make the same case for like, I don't know, Kenny, Kenny Gainwell, as you can for Jarek McKinnon, as you can for David Montgomery, as you can for Antonio Gibson, where I, I, I don't know if you watch any of the commanders versus Baltimore, but with the commanders with Eric B uh, coming over from the chiefs and if they're going to be getting the the ball into um brian robinson's hands and antonio gibson's hands and running short quick passes um that, that backfield has has some some juice to it um and and they're both you know ranked in our 30s one of those guys like like that's the starter for the commanders going in the thirties. Same thing with the chiefs. We, we have uh Pacheco and McKinnon. We both prefer McKinnon to Pacheco um, just with the way the McKinnon ended up down the stretch. But again, two guys in the thirties. So there, there's a lot to be done here. No, no dolphins players are in the, uh, we have uh Raheem Mostert at 39, like, who knows what's going on with devin It's a kane right a chain your your boy like he, he seems like he's like fourth on their depth chart and so you're better off going with Jeff Wilson jr he had some incredible um, runs got rolled up on and
0: thankfully avoided major injury but he is week to week um with a shoulder injury so I don't know if it's an AC joint if it was just a
1: stinger or what but that was a little scary. Yeah, and, and I would be remiss uh, to not mention backup running backs that that we've already talked about. So if you're t- if you're looking at, um, you know, hey, this guy isn't playing, so Josh Jacobs isn't here. Like Zamir White is clearly the backup, or at least it looks like it, um, and so. Uh, I don't know if you have any thoughts on that. We currently don't have him in the top 50. I think we're going to have to slide him in there because it's just... Like, if Jacobs isn't there, they're going to have to run the ball. Same thing with the Colts. Like, nobody knows what the Colts step chart is going to look like behind Jonathan Taylor. Zach Moss, Deion Jackson, Evan Hull. Like, uh, I mean, Deion Jackson is flashed in limited opportunities in the past but i mean good good luck picking one of those guys yeah yep um you know and you still have kareem kareem hunt sitting out there too samir white had
0: 10 carries for 40 yards against the rams um he had a nine yard catch um What is this? So Josh McDaniels has said that uh, that there were some plays where maybe it's a two-yard run, but it's a five-yard run, or it's a four- or five-yard run, and it's a seven-yard run. Um, so huh? he he's talking about <laughs> Zamir White's ability to add extra yards on the ends oh. of the runs. So... Um, he said that he has a great finish and forward lean. He makes extra yards on contact in most plays. He's continuing to improve, and the more he plays, the better he does. So, I too have a great finish with a forward lean. Just for the record. Oh my god! So
1: <laughs>
0: he is open to Zamir White. You know, continuing to have that major role. Zamir White <laughs> is hoping for a major role, uh, and hoping that Josh Jacobs continues to stay away. Um, There was a rumor on Twitter that Josh Jacobs was going to be back before week one and was just wanting to miss training camp and that he would sign his franchise tag tender of $10.1 million. Um, But then Josh Jacobs tweeted. uh, I don't remember saying that.
1: <laughs>
0: as in i i don't remember i'm me ever saying that i'm going to come back to camp so
1: e, I i just i just he, he miss he misremembered so yeah i i, I think that if, if you're looking for late. for for good good line good late round dart throws samir white Dion Jackson, Zach Moss um should be at the the head of that table uh because most people they won't even be on the sheets that they're using. So um we'll make sure to uh to be including that in ours. If you go to the fancyfootballsackos.com and buy the sheet. Zamir White. Sorry, I just have to say this because yeah. that's awesome. So Zamir White is
0: absolutely gonna awesome be awesome name, by the way. Zamir yeah. is just fun to say. He's absolutely gonna be in our top fifty ranks. Um and will be on the Sacco sheet and probably highlighted. uh, On on ESPN's cheat sheet, Zamir White is number 75 at the running back position, ranked 238th overall, and will not be drafted. So anyone using that isn't even going to know about him.
1: But that's why you get the Sacco sheet. And great, great strategy. Print out ESPN sheets and bring them to your draft. And then you can also use your ESPN cheat sheet you can cross people out. You'll know what players they're going to take. Uh, and so you can kind of plan your draft by just planting cheat sheets in the room for people to use um, so that you can see their moves before they even know they're going to make them. And then you uh, you have, have our cheat sheet to go off of, which uh, will win you a league. There you go. All right. Wide receivers.
0: I think alone at the top are Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, and Cooper Cup. Are they
1: not? Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, I I think that's a fair line. I mean, Cup, when healthy last year, was the most points per game. We know what Chase can do. We know what Jefferson's done. Um, If you need to listen more, listen to our Wide Receiver 1 podcast. We break it all down in pretty great detail. Um, Those are are that Wide Receiver 1 podcast and 2 podcasts. Honestly, I think it's our best work. So you should go back and listen to those uh, if you have not. So I I do think that, you know, those top three, I I think there's a line. I'm almost cool with including CeeDee Lamb in it, who seems to be going in the first round as well. Um, A a lot of people have Tyreek Hill. We've kind of documented why we're down on Tyreek Hill, whether it's Tua getting hurt, him punching people on peers, um, just being a general scumbag. Uh, Stefan Diggs, um, you know, I, I just I have two children, I don't want to put up with a third one on my fantasy team. So that, like there is enough where hey it's those top three and then there's kind of like a big tier coming.
0: Yeah, I'm with you on the big tier after those top three. Uh, I, personally I would
1: draw the line after Diggs right before DeMonte. See, I- I, I would include Adams in there um, because I mean, especially if there's no Jacobs who had damn near 400 touches last year. Yeah, okay. I, I I understand that there could be some, you know, consternation around Jimmy Garoppolo, but he supported Ayuk and Kittle and Tebow in the past, so I see no reason why he wouldn't be able to support Devontae Adams either. So then, do you just go down one further and include Amonra? Yeah, I have no problem with that, uh, especially before William, uh, you know, Williams comes back and uh, they they don't really have a, a tight end to speak of, right? So um, Sam I'm, Laporta, I'm
0: go Hawks.
1: Okay, so I I think I'm good with including Amandra kind of in that next tier, where if you get one of those guys in the, I, pretty much all of those guys are going in the second round or early third it's lamb to a mantra, and then it it kind of falls off i think for both of us
0: yes uh i think <laughs> my next tier gosh waddle cooper higgins devonta keenan allen
1: Ooh. uh I mean, D, I, we probably have Chris Olave too low. Um, I, he's looked great, even though I I still think he might end up being the number two wide receiver on that team by the end of the season. But uh, I I mean, and M- McLaurin has turf toe now, so we might end up dropping him a little bit. So I I, I think there's a tier after Olave, at, at least uh, the way that we currently have the setup. You like a lobby that much more than Ridley? Um, I guess not necessarily.
0: Well, you could leave the line in after Alave, but I think the next line, I would go down to Deontay Johnson.
1: Yep, I, th- I think that was pretty clear. So. Well, the, I love this next tier. So great, middle of the twenties, and you have Christian Watson, Christian Kirk, Godwin, Mike Evans, Mike Williams, Michael Thomas, Pittman Jr. Like, Are you, even Marquise Brown, depending on when Kyler like, comes
0: back, Marquise Brown could be a stud in the second half.
1: Yeah, and and we have Lockett down here. Like, the, this is just kind of where he's going, and he's been a you know a wide receiver two of worst each of the last five years. So yeah, you're throwing darts th- in this range. It's true, and they're all good dart throws. So for this
0: one, would you draw the line after Lockett, or do you go below Collins?
1: Uh, I'd probably put it at Lockett because uh, Nico Collins isn't going until like round ten. <laughs> yeah, or that's later. Probably, probably fair. Um. So yeah, a, a bunch of. You know, kind of dart throws uh, at the end. Zay Flowers, people have talked up a ton for the Ravens. George Pickens, uh, is there, people are saying he's the next great NFL wide receiver. Uh, Jackson, Jackson Smith Njigba uh, is, you know, he hurt his wrist, so he had surgery. Um, so be forewarned there. Jahan Dotson seems like a fun dart throw uh, after being a, a first round pick last year. And then you still have the Chiefs wide receivers that are down here um, where there's not a Chief wide receiver uh, essentially in the top 50 uh, of any rankings and they have a surefire Hall of Fame quarterback. <laughs> it's just just crazy. Yeah, I love Sky Moore's potential
0: in year two. Uh, I don't think Jordan Addison is getting enough attention. Um, if you look at the ability of Kirk cousins and the Minnesota Vikings to support two receivers in Stefan Diggs and Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen for a number of years, like two top 20 wide receivers. I understand Jordan yeah. Addison is a rookie, but for him to be going in the late thirties, early forties in drafts is potentially a big value, especially in the second half. Um,
1: so, yeah, we we have we have him ranked with uh, about how fast over the speed limit he goes when he drives. Yeah, yep. And
0: as far as how fast as he runs, uh, Gabe Davis <laughs> uh, could potentially. You know, there's there's everybody's been waiting. This is I think year three now. We've been waiting on the Gabe Davis breakout, and uh, he's still down here and still. I think was a top three wide receiver week one last year. So he was not healthy the vast majority of last season. Is he able to put it together this year?
1: We will find out. Yeah, if Diggs doesn't show up, sure. But uh, yeah, hard, hard pass on that, at, at least for now. Uh, kickers defense, please, 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 please do not draft a kicker defense into the last two rounds please yeah yep and
0: i don't know draft kicker first maybe or do you draft defense first
1: uh you and me both like to rotate our defenses um Matchups. so so kickers are are kind of a little more consistent um i i guess or they're more predictable uh you know you basically want to a team that scores a lot of points uh, to be your kicker. So I'd I'd rather take a kicker first um, and just please, you know, just heckle the person that takes the 49ers or the Eagles defense in round 11 or 10. So like, Oh, my team's complete. I'm going to pick a defense. Please encourage that to happen. Yes. Um, So yeah, I, I, I think we both subscribe to take the kicker first, take the defense and play matchups later uh, on the back end. And, and you'll look into one. I, I did have, have a call uh, two years ago about the Dolphins being a, a top 10 defense in the preseason uh, when they were ranked in the 20s. Um, I believe the same thing's happening this year with the Dolphins and being ranked uh, way back in uh, in rankings or at least far back enough, I guess they're ranked on at twelve on Fancy Pros. I love them just because Vic Fangio is their defensive coordinator now, uh, and he always puts together a really good defense, re- regardless of the talent. So um, they're they're a team that I like uh, quite a bit uh, if, if you're looking for for a defense uh, at the end of your draft. We also do include bye weeks on the Sacco
0: sheet, um, and so you, you can. You can see your bye week schedules. I generally get very frustrated when I have someone with either a very early or a very late bye week, uh, especially if they're already like a marginal player or on a marginal team. Um, it makes me want to draft them even less because, like, week 14 is like the week before the playoffs or this, you know, two weeks before the playoffs start, and you got to deal with a bye week. And it's super frustrating. And week 14 bye week teams are the Cardinals and the Commanders this year. Those teams are already trash. And it makes me want those <laughs> trash players even less. Um, so early bye week teams are the Browns, Chargers, Seahawks, and Bucks all on bye in week five. So I already really didn't want to draft very many Buccaneers. And now I really don't want to draft very many Buccaneers.
1: Yeah. And if you're looking to punt on any given week, uh, week seven or week 13 are your tickets where there are six teams on by. Uh, so if you wanted to load up a week and just say, F it, I'll, I'll take the loss one week. Uh, those would be your weeks. So, uh, again, all that is on the SACO sheet. Also on the SACO sheet is our overall rankings. Uh, so we uh, will have the exact order that we would take these guys uh, for you listed. So if you're like, oh, should I take a wide receiver or running back? Uh, you'll actually be able to take a look and see where we have them ranked individually. Uh, if you're trying to figure out what to do with your flex spot as well. So those are um, called overall rankings. And those are also on the Sacco sheet. That is much more concisely put. So, I, uh, we're, it, it's kind of a labor of love, uh, over the last couple of months, especially, you know, we we're basically waiting for Zeke, uh, and, and Dalvin to sign because it kind of screws everything out, uh, screws everything up. And then, even still, you know, you have two weeks before, three weeks before the season starts, Taylor's, uh, requesting a, a trade and, be given permission jacobs isn't there so just a lot going on um and a, and a lot of value that you can derive uh from kind of the uncertainty on some of these things all right guys thank you so much for joining us for this episode of this fantasy
0: football sackos these are our rankings our tiers you can get them on our website the fantasy thank you so much for listening have a good night
1: love you guys yeah I said love just not Jordan
0: thank you for listening to another episode of the Fantasy Football Sackos podcast follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the FF Sackos